Hello, wild women. How are we? Okay, Jack, I'm going to let you lead this convo because you are the human design expert. And today we're talking all about Manny Jen, projector energy in our lives, in our business, in our partnership, in our everything. So I'm going to let you kind of like steer the ship because... Because, because, well, this is actually the cool thing. I love having these conversations, you and I together, because, well, I'm the one who like leads in human design in our business and who coaches around human design. And really like, I bring a lot of human design into my mentorship. The conversations with you are always so, I think, cool for people to see how we integrate and how we move because it's like, well, I have, you know, an expertise in human design. Once you start embodying your human design, once you start playing with the energy of human design, like, I feel like we're all really, truly like the own expert in our, in our own human design. Once we've like tuned into it, we understand how it starts to feel in our bodies and how we move with it. Like for you, once you took the concept, you know, that I was able to share with you about your sacral energy and embodying it into queen sacral, like that has been one of the biggest things in our business. And we get asked this all the time. And actually I got asked this last week on the Temptress of Time integration call with all the women inside the rebellion. They were like, how did you guys really make that shift from, you know, believing after 128K year, believing that you could step into a million dollar year the next year. And they're like, not even believing that. Like, what was the strategies? What were the things that you did differently? Like what happened there? And one of the big things that I said is that we really got in tune with honoring Rob's queen sacral. The strategy truly was aligning with our human design, honoring each other's human design, you honoring, you know, the emotional waves that I have in making decisions, you tapping into queen sacral for making decisions and really allowing that to guide us is such a huge, was such a huge game changer for us. Yeah. So actually it's funny because this is uh, also a huge question. And a lot of the coaching that I actually do with my, with my private clients is this like understanding your own sacral energy. And what is it, Jack? It's like 70 or 80% of the population or what, what is it? Who, how many of us have this sacral energy? About 70% because all many, so all manifesting generators and generators have the sacral energy. Okay. So but then, sorry, just so I'm clear, but not all of those people have sacral authority. Right. This is where that interesting piece comes in. They, some people who feel that those sacral hits, they have to ride at the emotional waves because they're an emotional authority. And so this is like, it's ride the emotional wave, then tune into queen sacral. Whereas if you don't have the emotional authority, it's, still, it's literally just like tune into queen sacral, like with each thing that you're responding to. Right. Okay. So I just wanted people to be able to differentiate between that so that they understand, because that's obviously one of the biggest things for me in, in staying in alignment with Queen Sacral is that I act on her knowledge, you know? And one of the things that I find and one of the most cool kind of awarenesses and deep integrations that human design brought me was this 
knowing that when I'm in the energy to move, that is when I move, right? So when it, when I feel the energy, when I feel the yes in my body, that is when I make the choice. But what I found this like old version of myself doing before I had fully integrated human design and really come to learn it and understand it was that I would feel the energy in my body. And maybe some of you can relate to this as well, but I would feel the energy in my body and then whatever it was would move up to my head. And in my head is where I would start to think about it and dissect it and overanalyze it and plan it and calculate it. And then all of a sudden the energy in my body would feel depleted or less because I've brought it to my head. And then I would be in this thinking state rather than this being and living state. So this is something that I find with a lot of my clients who are really like, I love that we named her queen sacral so early on, because this is literally what my clients come to me and say like, Hey, so like teach me how to live with my queen sacral, like teach me how to put her on a throne, teach me how to embody her. And really it is this energy. Like if you have sacral energy in your body, it's really all about learning what it feels like in your body to feel a yes, knowing what it feels like to feel a no. And for me, that no is either nothing. Like I feel nothing in my body. It feels neutral. And this is how Jack and I will communicate on that. I'm like, I don't know. I don't feel anything about that. You know, so we can either wait until Queen Sacral gets a hit. We can wait until the answer comes through. But currently, I feel nothing. So I actually have a problem, and we call it the gray zone. Like Queen Sacral for me hates being in the gray zone because it's it's like this neutral position. Um, and we've recorded so many podcasts on this. You know, that zone of like non movement, that zone of non motion, that zone of just sort of waiting. It feels like right, and I. I used to call this the energy that I used to feel was this like boy floating out in the ocean, just like bob, bob, bobbing around. So if you go through the femme Rolodex of podcast um, episodes, you are going to hear us talk about this a lot. And that's where Queen Sacral gets the most uncomfortable because it's just like bob, bob, bob. There's no movement. There's no action. There's no mess. Like I'd rather be in a mess. I'd rather be figuring something out than just like bobbing along. The big thing here that I really want to tune in for everyone that's listening is this gray zone. What I see when women are starting to come into work with their human design and before they've tapped into really like understanding queen sacral is that they're moving in the gray zone, right? They're moving in the gray zone because they think like, Oh, I have this energy. My manager's calling and my generator's calling me and I like to be busy. So they move in the gray zone because they feel like they should, they feel like that's, what's going to get them to that next stage. They feel like, that's what they're supposed to do. They feel like it's going to, you know, appease the person on the other side. So for example, Rob and I here, if we move in her gray zone, it's because like, it would be because she felt like, oh, well, Jack's ready to move on this. That's when things don't flow how they're meant to flow. And so the big thing with Queen Sacral is really it's honoring her fuck yes. And sometimes what happens is that women will come to us and like, well, it wasn't a no. And so I felt like because it wasn't this hard no, I did it. But that's, that's it. If it's not a full hell yes, it's a no. Even if it's in the gray zone, that means it's a no for right now until you get that sacral energy that's like really lit up, that's really on fire. Yeah, totally. And then also knowing what that no feels like, because as you practice this and like learning your human design and integrating 
your human design and really truly leading with it, like incorporating it into your business strategy when you run a seven figure brand is a big deal, you know, but as you learn it and as you integrate it, you start to experience more of it in your body and you can respond to it faster and easier and with less doubt, more trust. And for me, that no was actually, I mean, a yes for me is a fucking yes. Like we, if you've seen me in a yes energy, you know, it's an, it's an, it's a yes energy. You know, there's no doubt there. No is the same powerful, potent feeling in my body. But what I found for so long was that I, I'm, I mean, we've all been conditioned to have some sort, I mean, I shouldn't say that. That's a pretty blanket statement. I was conditioned to have a little bit of a repulsion to saying no to things. I'm, you know, we have a team of employees who depend on us to get paid. I have a business partner who's relying on me to move. I have clients who are hiring me to make big moves in their business, who have big desires that I I desire to fulfill for them. There's a lot of desire. There's a lot of responsibility. There's a lot of forward motion, right? And so for me, a no for a lot of time felt very scary because if I say no to this free masterclass, then what are we going to do instead? If I say no to taking on this client who feels out of alignment, then where's the money going to come from instead? If I say no, if I say no, if I say no. So I actually questioned my no energy a lot as a leader because I was afraid that when if I said no and when I said no, that there would be nothing on the other side to fulfill all of those desires that I felt responsible for, you know? So I was carrying this big weight and Queen Sacral sort of felt like this scary thing to honor because what would happen if I said no to the thing that was right in front of me? Like, would there be a next thing or a next thing or a next thing? So yes, the yes is potent. And the yes means like fire ahead, go towards it, like walk towards the flames because inside the flames is so much magic and so much wealth and power and pleasure. And also in order to get there, you need to learn how to really say no and to feel that no in your body and to trust that no and to to become aware that on the other side of that no is a fuck yes. And that's the thing that's going to get you closer and closer to where you desire to go. But you have to be able to discern between that no and then speak for it and say it out loud and trust in it. Well, and this is the piece that's the rebellious way, right? The rebellious way is to follow that sacral energy no matter what. No matter if it's like, but I don't know what the next thing is going to be. Or I, it worked in the past before, so I should just do it again. Like, why wouldn't I do that free masterclass? Because last month I didn't, and people came into this program, and so it makes sense. So the rebellious way is truly following your sacral moment to moment to moment to moment, decision to decision to decision, and not doing things because it worked before, because you've seen it work for someone else. It's truly being in that that sacral energy for yourself. And one thing you said there, Rob, that I really want to highlight for everyone who's listening and who has the sacral energy, that fear that comes in, like, well, what if I say no, and then there's not another idea behind this or something doesn't come behind that. There will always be something behind it because if you are a Manny Jen or generator with the sacral energy, it also means your strategy in life is to respond. Always things for you to respond to. But the interesting thing is when you say yes to things that are no, you don't see all the things to respond to because you're going down the path that's not meant for you. So you actually honoring the no, like being the rebel, saying no to the things is is what 
opens up the channel for you to receive more, more gifts, more ideas, more downloads, more clients, like all of the things come through when you stand in your power and draw that energetic line in the sand. And it's like, my yeses are yeses. My no's are no's. Doesn't need to be explanation beyond that. There doesn't need to be blah, 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 blah. It's just like, no, this is how we move. And this is what's allowed Rob and I to move really quickly in our business is by like, okay, if it's like, there's no, once it's a no for Rob Saker, like there's no discussion beyond that. It's like, it's a no. We don't need to fight that. No, we don't need to try to go to our mind and justify that. No, or logic that. No, it's like, nope, it's a no. Let's go. Yeah. So I actually had a conversation with a client and our, a lot of our conversation was around this and really identifying um, like launches are feeling stagnant in her business. She's feeling bored. And like the moment queen sacral starts to feel bored, you know that something's not in alignment because queen sacral energy should always, when it, when it's in alignment, it will always feel activated by the yes or the no that is there. You know, like when you search it and, and boredom for me is not like, I'm sitting on the couch having a coffee, watching the birds. I'm bored. Boredom starts to feel like resistance. Boredom starts to feel like you lack creativity. That's when you start to lack ideas. That's when you start to like you you start to think things to yourself in your business or in your life. Like, what should I even launch next? What should I even post about? What should I even say? You know, like, ugh, I've already said all the things before. Or in your relationship, you know, like what would we even do for a date night? Like, what would we even talk about if we went out for dinner? We've already like said all the things. What would we, you know, like it's, how would we even celebrate? What would we even, you know, it's like all of these like questions that bring in this boredom energy that are actually you just lacking excitement, lacking that turn on, lacking that, that ferociousness of life. And like, that's what Queen Sacral really identifies for me is like, that life force energy, like, yes, 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 yes. No, 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 no. Because I'm following that. Yes. Right. So I had this conversation with a client, sacral energy. She's a generator and she was feeling bored in her business. And we started to look at the way that she was launching and the way that she was um, strategizing and how monotonous it had become, how patterned, how routine, how the same, the same, the same over and over and over again. And if you're in the coaching industry, or if you launch products that have you know, seasonal collections, or you serve clients and you find yourself always moving in the same rhythm, then I invite you to look at you know, what within that pattern and what within that circuitry, that system that you're in is actually creating energetic leaks that are causing you to just go on autopilot and say to yourself like, yep, and then next I'll do this and next I'll do this and next I'll do this. Because when you're in that autopilot mode in your life and your business and your relationships in parenting in whatever the fuck it is, your sacral energy, well, my sacral energy isn't responding to anything because when you're in that habitual sense in your life and business, you're not actually responding to anything. You're just doing, you're just moving through, you're going with the motions. And so in order to really reactivate that sacral energy in your life and business, you have to be willing to do things differently. So this for me is really like, it's like going all in on your energy. You know, like we have been told that routine and ritual and consistency and showing up in certain ways and working nine to five and taking Saturday and Sunday off and 
momming this way and sexing that way and womaning this way are the way to do it or the way to get to where we want to go or the way to make money or the way to become successful or the way to be loved, you know? And if there's one thing you take away from this conversation that we're having right now, it's like, yeah, but is that actually turning you on? Is that actually getting you excited? Is that actually activating your energy? Is that actually bringing that life force energy to the surface for you? Because if it is not, then that is when you need to start to get rebellious to say like, Mm-mm, not that way for me, right? No, like that's, that's not the path for me because the way the sacral energy works is that it lights up in your body, right? So when you're not feeling that lit up energy, that turned on energy, that excitement in your body, that is your sign that something needs to be shifted or changed or rerouted. And, you know, I would say that this is why we are such huge advocates and proponents and like embodiments ourselves of that power pivot, right? The, the famous femme power pivot. Oh, man, this is getting me so excited for Master Your Design because it's the next course coming up inside the rebellion and it's five days of trainings and and modules that are recorded that you get to have access to but then i'm adding two new modules that are going to be live and integration calls and this when we get into this piece of human design and this integration and the power behind it like it literally just like turns me on it excites my energy and rob what you just said there about this like little light up this this like energy that lights up inside you This is the thing. If you're not feeling lit up like that, what happens, you know, it's like you said there before, Rob, you're in the same kind of pattern of this is how you launch. This is how you do. And then you're like, I'm doing all of the things. Why isn't it working? Well, if you're not fully lit up by it, you're not excited by it. That's the frequency that people are feeling on the other side. So Rob and I bring in human design and we bring in energetics and we bring in branding. We bring in all the things into femme. But at the core, if you are not activated, the energy that's being received and felt on the other side is causing this disconnect. And so you being like, here's the things, the rebellious way as a Manny Gen, as a generator is follow the fuck yes, be fully turned on in your business, be fully lit up and, and follow that, follow that energy. And sometimes that means having hard choices, making hard decisions. Sometimes that means leaving something behind, you know, maybe an offer that you love and that's worked before, but you're like, it's actually no longer turning me on to lead this life. So it's like, okay, so what can I do? Does that mean that I do, you know, human design for me? Like I said, to have modules that are pre-recorded and then I get to come in and teach teach on like new things that are activating me. Like there's so many different ways you can power pivot in your business, but the rebellious way is like truly following your energy. So today we want to dive into why we're diving into the Manny Gen way and the projector way is obviously because Rob's a Manny Gen, I'm a projector, but this is feels like the invitation for me as a projector that will do another live about manifestors and manifestor energy and being rebellious as a manifestor, as a reflector so that we can cover all of the designs as well. So lots of energy around Manny Jens, generators, sacrals. What about the projector? What's the projector mm. way? What is it like being rebellious the projector way? And for most projectors, this is truly standing in their power, allowing themselves to be fully seen, allowing themselves to be fully heard. And when a projector's power really comes through, 
through their eye messaging, through their leadership, through their like, I have led myself through this. I get to lead you through this, through the, the like just standing in the lessons for themselves and what they see. And so the projector's biggest thing is that a projector sees for other people, really sees for other people, can see deep into the souls of other people, what they need, where they're moving, what's working, what's not working. And the projector hang up is often feeling not seen that way for themselves. And if you're a projector and you start focusing on the idea of you not being seen, you have to understand that you project your energy outward. So whatever you feel, whatever you're seeing is what other people are able to see on the other side. So if your energy is hiding, if your energy is feeling like, oh, well, I, I can't share that because that might be too much or people might not get it or people might not be ready for it. Or what if, you know, what if I share this and no one responds? Like if your energy plays small, then what's being received on the other side is that fear, is that doubt, is that worry. So projectors who are here to truly here to guide and lead others to be able to do that into your fullest capacity, you stand in your power with the wisdom that you have with what you see. And that's what brings in the invitations. So your strategy is to wait for the invitation. But those invitations only come when you're in your power, when you're being fully expressed, when you're willing to be seen and heard. So the rebellious way is doing that before the people are there, doing that before people get it. And so because of this wait for the invitation strategy, what I find with projectors is that they're like, well, no one's invited me to speak about that yet, so I can't. Well, no one's done this, so I can't. Well, I haven't received the invitation, so I'm just going to sit over here in my corner until I receive that invitation. And, you know, when someone invites me, I'll talk about it all day. So again, here's the thing. You stand you be fully self-expressed, you speak your truth, and then that opens up the doorways for the invitations. But you're not going to get the invitations if you're hiding. You're not going to get the invitations if you're not being fully expressed, if you're dulling down your message, if you're not standing in your truth. Okay, so I have a question about this then, because this would confuse me. If my strategy is to wait for the invitation, but I just stand up and start talking about the thing, and then there's crickets or then there's no no one buying my offer or then there's a, a fight that breaks out in my relationship or whatever it is. Like I would instantly start to feel that the reason that that happened was because, well, you know, like I would constantly be like, well, did someone invite me? Well, did I just act out of alignment because I just manifest like that's the manifester energy is just to go do right. So then I'm like, did I act as an, an as a manifester, but not as it like, how, how do you follow your, you know, strategy to respond, but also take that initiation for yourself and not wait. The strategy for the, just to clear, not the strategy to respond, the strategy to wait for the invitation for the projector. Yeah. To not wait for the invitation to take initiation. So the waiting for the, so here's the, the difference here is the, I stand in my truth and I am fully self-expressed, but for me. So not that I am putting it on you. So if you are my partner, I'm not saying like, oh, this is what I see for you. This is what I think you should do. This is like my advice because that's where that repelling nature comes in. It's this is my truth and I get to express my truth. So on my platform, for example, I get to show up here. I get to show up on you know my personal Insta and get to 
write my truth. I get to do lives and share my truth. I fully expand it in my aura, in my energy, in my words. And then that's when the invitations come because it's trusting that the people who are receiving it are getting what they need and that they will come, that they will invite me into their world to go deeper with them. Projectors also love to go deep. But if I'm like scrolling social media and I'm like, oh, hey, Rob, I think you could do this better in your business. And I think you should do this. And I think you should do this. All of a sudden, you're going to be like, I'm putting that energy out to you, Rob, and you're a responder. And that's going to be a full fuck no for you. Because I didn't invite her in. And here's the projector thing. Like, because we can see the ways, it doesn't mean that people want us like basically like I'm entering your space uninvited. The door was closed there. And you just like opened the door, walked right into my house, grabbed yourself a tea, sat down. And I'm like, who the fuck are you? Got it. So until you master your design, I would imagine that a lot of projectors could be like really great at unsolicited advice. Yes. So like, you know, as a, as a rebellious projector, you are standing in all of who you are, but you will not project what you see about me onto me until I invite you to see me. Yeah. And so the the invitation is the like, is the magic key basically to unlock for you and I together. But before the you and I together, before you've invited me, before that key has been turned, it's me declaring my truth. And this can oftentimes be really hard for a projector to stand in because oftentimes people don't get it. People don't get it right away in that moment. And so it's like, okay, I got to hold my truth and my power I got to hold it. Like I have to really stand in it beyond oftentimes what I think I can be on. Like I have to hold that level of trust and that level of knowing. Mm -hmm. Okay. So one of the things I think that is so cool for our, our audience and our clients and, you know, out the people who are in the femme world is that we are a business partnership. Like Jack and I have been running Femme, which started out as Girl Tribe since 2015. We've gone through network marketing together as a business partnership. We've built this brand together. We've demolished a brand, built it back up. We've hired teams. We've bossed, like we've done so much together. And I think one of the cool things is that we have really navigated our energy together. Human design wasn't even in our world when we started out together. And then learning about both of our energetic blueprints together and then integrating and embodying and integrating and embodying has really allowed both of us to show up in our business, in our own sense of alignment, and then to also figure out like what that looks like together. You know, so a question that Jack and I get asked all the time is like, oh man, it must be so nice to have a business partner. And oh, I wish I had someone to do this with. But Jack, I think it would be cool for us to touch on this just for a minute. Like some of the rebellious ways that you and I, you know, lead as individuals, but also that we allow each other to be and to show up as business partners and, you know, maybe even sharing a couple of like some of the triggers and some of the things that we've worked through to really be able to harness this energy together. Because, you know, it's one thing to know your own human design. It's another thing to be able to honor someone else's human design. And that, that is, you know, really learning how to honor each other's energy and each other's human design was such a huge piece for this. And I would say that, you know, really bringing human design into our world and into each other's energy is what led to a big piece of dismantling girl tribe and, you know, stepping into femme because femme felt like us stepping into our 
womanhood and owning like us each owning who we are and that piece of honoring each other's design was such a massive turning point for us. Mm, Such a massive turning point for us. And I mean, our brand took such a different shape at that level. I mean, the literally our sole client evolved from serving girls to serving women. So I believe that like there's puberty, you know, we go through puberty as like a preteen and we step into this like next level of who we are. But I do believe that there is this like shift and evolution into womanhood that requires us to know ourselves beyond the physical, beyond the mental, beyond the emotional, even and into that energetic realm. And I think this was a huge turning point in our in our leadership in rising to meet our soul clients where they were at was really mastering this energetic being that we both were. So for those of you who know anything about human design, one of the key differences between Jack and I, I mean, this is like one of the most alarming things I think I learned about a projector in the, in the early days was like, they're all, and Jack, you can dive into this, but like, they're only meant to work, work, I'm going to air quotation this for four to five hours a day. So for me as a business partner, I mean, this was when we were building our brand, we were going through a full, like start from zero. I had an infant and a two-year-old, Jack had two young kids. We were like working late nights, getting our website redone, getting like, we were in it, you know, that early entrepreneurial hustle. And I, I really don't like that word. It's a sacral hell no for me, but we were in the like, the grit of the entrepreneurial journey. And so when this information came through that Jack was only meant to work four to five hours a day, I was like, literally like, oh man, this, that's it. Throw this whole fucking thing in the garbage. I was just like, and how are you supposed to run a business like that? One, because of like conditioning and beliefs of what it takes to be successful, but also I mean, Rob, your energy is more like, you know, it's like when it's lit up, it's lit up and it's go time. So if I'm over here like four hours a day and it's not during your sacral energy, you're like, well, well, how's that going to work? How's that going to happen? What we've learned since is that having different energies in our business with us and even with our team gives so much life to our biz. And Rob, I was thinking of this earlier as we were talking about Manny Jen energy, and I don't even think you've tapped into this message this morning. But bringing human design into your team, into your business is so cool as well. So our a new woman that we brought onto our team sent us a message this morning. She's like, ah, oh, I think I have this like divine being who's meant to like be on the team and join fam because she's very much in sacral energy and she lives in a different time zone than our other employees. And she's like, so when Rob gets these like sacral hits later on in the day, like there's gonna be someone there to support her. And it's like this idea of like, we know Rob's sacral energy comes in with these ideas at all the time. So if I'm not tuned in, if there's other people on our team, not tuned in, it's like, okay, we we can literally hire people that are like there to support our different energies. Yeah. And remember what I was saying at the beginning of this live is that when that sacral energy isn't moved on when it isn't acted on in the moment. So what happens to me in our business, you guys, is really interesting because if I have a ping, I get the sacral hit and then I bring it to the team to say like, okay, let's move on this. And we have like code emojis. Like it's the fire emoji and it's like, uh oh, everyone like is let's go, you know, because when sacral, when clean sacral has an idea, we move on it because we know that what it's guiding us towards, like that is our GPS in our seven figure brand is like, 
move on it, go on it, let's go. So when the fire emojis get turned on, everyone in the team is like, okay, let's go. But the most interesting thing is not what happens then, which is amazing because our entire team is in response to that. Like, all right, let's move. What I find the most interesting is what happens when we don't follow it, you know, and, and me as co-founder of Femme and as a leader here with you, Jack, is that I get so deflated. Like that's when boredom starts to come in. That's when doubt starts to come in. That's when, you know, I, I then, because I'm like, I tried to move on my energy and I couldn't be met there. So then I feel like this kid that's like, I have this great idea and let's do it and let's do it. And it's like, nope, 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 nope. Right. So I feel shut down. I feel doubtful. I feel unseen. I feel deflated. Right. And so if you imagine a hot air balloon, that's like, woohoo, cruising over the Grand Canyon. And then all of a sudden you pop the balloon and the trajectory of the trip changes. That's what Queen Sacral feels like when she has a team of six employees who's like, I can't move on that idea. I can't take that action for you. It's like, okay, well, I might as well just pop my balloon and stop flying because that is the wind in my sail right? When I have an idea and we get to move on it, that's the wind in my sail. So I think this is an entirely rebellious way to follow your own human design is to hire a team based on who can support you, you know, based on who can support your human design, not by who has the most credentials or who has the most experience or who has the longest list of qualifications or who has, you know, it's who can support your energy. And the only way you can ever know who's going to support your energy in a leadership role and as you grow and evolve is if you know your own design, is if you know who you are, right? If you can radically lead yourself to say like, that's not the type of support that I need. I need this, you know, I need a team that can do this. So I haven't listened to that message yet, Jack, but it's already a sacral yes, obviously. Hire her, let's go. Yeah, yeah. And so here, because here's the flip side of that that we also know if those people aren't in place in our team, then before previous us knowing human design is that I was trying to support your sacral yeses. And for me, who doesn't have sacral energy, so who is meant to like really work and work powerfully and effectively four to five hours a day, when I'm trying to support your sacral energy, then I start to feel depleted. I step out of my magic. I step out of my creativity. And we did this in our business before we integrated human design. And at that time I was like, oh, like, I don't feel like I have anything to say. I don't feel like I can create content. And I like I just felt so stuck in my energy because I wasn't operating in the way I'm designed to operate. I wasn't having that space. And the the magic for a projector is having the space so you can actually see. Remember I said the projector magic is seeing, seeing things, seeing how things can be done differently, seeing the depth, seeing, I mean, we're here to guide and lead. So being able to have that vision and see is really such a gift for us. But if we're being bogged down by other things that are not lighting us up by getting too caught up in details, then it, it does shut our energy down. And so finding support for both Rob and I so that we can both be in our creative flow, that so we can both be in our zone of genius now allows us to come together as two women in our power, two women with ideas, two women that are visionaries, two women that are CEOs, and we have support in place to allow our human design to really lead us and to really like flow within our business. Yeah, I think one of the illusions of business partnership would be that you both work the same way. You know, that you've both found a way to be completely in harmony and unison. And I would say that actually what has worked for us 
of what does work for us in our own leadership and in our business is that we allow each other to work completely differently. You know, that we allow each other to be wildly unique and different. And the more we continue to even let go of that sameness or, you know, what we, what we think it should look like in terms of a business partnership, the more we flourish. Mm, For sure. And when I think back to like you and I running, you know, a business across the country before, because like we used to do this, I was on the East coast and you're on the West coast, but because we were stuck in like, well, we have to be doing the same things. And at the same time in the same page, we were really getting blocked in our business. And now, I mean, you're going away for a month coming up. We're going to be in different time zones. And we're like, Ooh, let's see how we adjust our schedule. So it's like in flow for you and that it's in flow for me because now we're like, it doesn't have to be the same. We can look at each other's energy and it's like, okay, we know that I like space in the mornings to create. So we build that into our schedule now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So wild women, the more you allow yourself to lead in your energy, the more you allow yourself to take radical responsibility for that. And that's what this really is, right? That's what this really is, is allowing yourself to do things differently, allowing yourselves to not lead with what you think, but what you feel. And when you incorporate this into your strategy and you really embody this, and I don't mean you like think about this and and read the text and then you know, make a decision that way. I mean, it becomes you. And when you really allow yourself to lead this way, a lot of things start to fall into place. And for me, those key, those key integrating pieces have been self-trust. You know, I used to worry, and Jack mentioned this earlier, but I used to worry that I would like have my big idea or like write this great post or, or have this incredible workshop and then nothing would follow. And then I would be like, well, what the hell do I do next? You know, there were a couple things in this that obviously were really hard to navigate as, a, as an entrepreneur, like believing that money would flow and then the money faucets would turn off, you know? So I had this like trust and then this untrust and then that would turn to fear and you cannot create an abundant business when you're rooted in fear. So this helped me really shift from this like, forever feeling of lack and scarcity and and fear to abundance and love and trust. I think that one of the things for Jack and I together as a duo in like fully integrating this and leading this way is that even when there's moments of like, we're, we're scaling a big business. We have six employees, you know, we have a full team. We have a lot of big decisions and a lot of daily devotions and commitments to growing this legacy, you know, to growing this community. And for us, we know that we can serve you better. We can serve ourselves better. We can become better advocates for the next generation, for wealth, power, pleasure, for the legacy of our brand, for the results that our clients get to see when we lead rebelliously in alignment with our Manny Gen and projector energy. Mm, 1000%. So to summarize here, Manny Gens, the rebellious way for you is to completely follow your sacral yeses. So really understand the difference between your sacral yes, your sacral no. Being rebellious means allowing yourself to be too much, too muchness to like fully be you. And projectors, your rebellious way is to be who you are, to be fully self-expressed, to stand in that power before other people can see it, to share your truth and to not wait. Even though your strategy is to wait for the invitation, not wait for other people to see it. They're not going to see it until you stand in it. Mm, I love that so, so, so much. All right, Wild Women, we have got 
Master Your Design coming up next inside the Rebellion. It's a five-day course with two bonus modules led by Jack, who is the human design expert inside FEM. And she is going to use this program to really teach you about your own design so that you can become rebelliously familiar and rebelliously integrated in your own energetics to begin to lead this way. This is the best way to get out of your mind, to stop overthinking and overanalyzing the way that you move in your business and to get into a more feeling and embodied state of leadership and trust us when we say that this is so liberating and so freeing because at the end of the day, you are your own strategy. You are your own GPS to success. And the biggest thing that happens when you start to embody your own energy and to allow it to guide you and to allow it to become your strategy towards success is that it's not all about chasing a result, but it's all about feeling your way to become who you desire to become. So your externalized desired results and the material aspect of your success all start to become internal values and virtues, things that you love about yourself, the excitement that you want to feel in the morning when you wake up, feeling fulfilled and satisfied when you fall asleep. And it is just it has been such a huge, huge piece of our own success and embodying this wealth, power, and pleasure piece. Mm. Wild women, we love you. The doors for the rebellion are open. Come join us inside. Come dive into human design with me. I'm going to be offering integration calls as well throughout Master Your Design so that we can integrate and you can step into embodiment of your human design. Oh, I can't freaking wait. Bring big energy into this week, whatever that looks like for you. Allow your energy to lead you towards more wealth, power, and pleasure. It all exists for you. So allow it and trust it. We love you big time. 